Well, for all you lovely cats and kittens out there, gonna play a little Barry White tonight. Oh. While the crickets sing alone in the background. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, here comes Gabriel. <laughs> Go ahead and let it roll, brother. <laughs> yeah, baby. I think I want to. If you ever change your mind about leaving, leaving me behind. Welcome you to another episode of Porch Talk. Um, this isn't the first time Gabriel has been on the show, but we are in Natchez, Mississippi, and I would like to open it up for uh, Gabriel to tell a little bit about what he does, because I just experienced it. Like, you are doing a lot for the music community in Natchez. And uh, I mean, what what just happened at Natchez Brewing? And how long has that been going on? 
And who the heck are you? <laughs> it's a lot of questions, Ellen. But first, yeah. I gotta say, it's not just me, man. The the show would not be anything without the awesome people who bring their own songs and come and play for the event. Amen. It's been happening since 2019. Started in May 2019, so two years and one month been going. Had a couple. A couple of months where they were just pull it closer to you. A couple of months where they're at least uh and pull it up a little bit. Two episodes, so I guess there's uh been around twenty six or so. There you go. Um I mean I've just been so lucky with the amount of and and quality of artists who have come and played at this thing. Tonight was a prime example. <laughs> Dude, like I was blown away. Like, when I was asking about, like, who am I playing with, it's like, oh, that guy's from uh, Nashville, Paul. Yeah. That guy's from Shreveport. I was like, holy cow, at the amount of caliber. Yeah. And, like, people are traveling to play here. The first and one. not to mention, like, we had a lot of video production for tonight. Like, everything was so well done. It's it's uh It's been a lot of work to get it that way. The first one, it was it was four of us. You know, I was kind of wondering where it would go. Just it was a it was a shot in the dark at trying to get some original a chance for people to listen to original music, people to get their original music out there, and it's it's really blossomed from there. As far as the live video goes, that's Jimmy Allgood and Redneck Adventures. He um, mm. he decided to to be a part of this a few. This is his third time, so. Last month is when we started. So it's a way to not only do a live video of the entire show, but also he's doing a sponsor thing, so you can get sponsors and and get paid yeah. as a as a writer. So it, it's an opportunity to, to to not have to come and play for free or just for tips and yeah CDs CD sales absolutely. And I mean just. I mean, I've had you on the show before, and, like, many people may remember, but, like, just to get a better background on you is, like, man, your love for music, uh, where did that start? And then how did that culminate into Natchez Brewing and, like, really being the guy that would kind of manifest an original scene? Well, it all started sitting at the... Pentecostal church listening to my grandfather play piano and he wrote songs about my grandmother who died young from cancer and I would listen to him play and just always be amazed by that. I, I grew up singing. I never learned to play guitar until around seven years ago. I just YouTubed it and, and learned yeah. how to play myself. I would, We're in that day and age, right? I would, I'd play around the campfire. I'd sing around the campfire with other people and just got tired of waiting and for other people to come around and learn myself and um, at the same place I started writing original songs around the campfire just came up with an idea and then songs would pop out and I, my friends told me I had something so I went, went and played them in front of someone and said man there's got to be there's got to be a way to to get these songs in front of people in a, on a bigger scale that's so right there wasn't there wasn't much around this area as far as songwriting mm -hmm. things went there, there's festivals you know within two three hours 
once or twice a year. That's right. But it's it's been great, man. Lots of people from everywhere have been coming to play this thing. And man, I just I heard a little bit about your heart and how you got into music and like have you always been around Natchez area? Is that where you're born and raised? Or? Yeah, I grew up right across the river in Faraday, which is a uh, thirty minutes away. Mm. So yes, pretty much. Uh so, the, I mean, are you kind of jaded, like, because, like, in my opinion, this is my first time in Natchez, is, like, this is one of the best music scenes I've seen post-COVID. Like, people come out to see it, like, we had a video production team out here to film it. I mean, there, there, there was so much going on tonight. We're, we're blessed in many ways. Like, I really honestly think there's something in the water around here. There's, there's so many hidden musical talents people you don't even know who sing or play music that just come from nowhere and, and say hey let me let me get in the lineup yeah but we're also in the in the americana music triangle you know so natchez new orleans nashville mm -hmm. people people make that triangle to right. to visit places and we have such beautiful you know history around here so many antique homes and we're right by the river. Right, yeah. I, I mean, I got to experience some of that today when I drove. And, I mean, where we were playing tonight at Natchez Brew, it wasn't so far from the bluff. Yes, I mean, it's right there. And so, I mean, there's there's a lot of rich history here. I mean, there's great venues here. And, um, I mean, coming out of uh, what I call the mulligan year, 2020, with COVID, is um, not really being able to play out like how has um i mean it seems like this scene's pretty well recovered but like i mean like what do you what, what are your take on like as a musician then maybe even as a fan uh, about the scene well it was it was definitely a rough year the, now however the songwriter not never stopped we we moved virtually for about three months people still you know got on, logged on tipped paid attention applauded commented the, so the, the songwriter thing never stopped now local gigs playing cover gigs it was very hard to come by it was a it was a very tough year it was a it was a break but while it was rough and, and tough and not having gigs once things cleared up i really have rediscovered my love for music where i was growing a bit weary of playing so many gigs i, have, I mean you're busy this weekend man yeah i got three gigs this weekend. yeah you're busy but i have i've been so excited about playing again it's, it's yeah it's been so fun after this treacherous year oh, yeah no kidding and so i mean just to go back to the natchez scene is uh I mean, how long have you been involved here? Um, I've I've been playing live gigs around five to six years. I there's a, a local guy on the radio, Brandon McCraney. He got he was doing this basically this open mic thing at the at a local restaurant, and I heard it on the radio. Asked if I could come play a couple songs, and once I got up there and did those two songs, man, I was hooked. Had to, had to had to play again. And so, like, with just to get better people better feel with Natchez is like the local radio station is really supportive of 
local music, original music. Yeah, so uh, the guy who was there recording the show tonight, Jimmy Allgood, mm. he actually is part owner of the radio station over in Faraday. Uh, 107.1 The River, 104.7 The Gator. He he part owns that. He, he's on the radio station all the time. I actually interviewed with him yesterday about the show tonight, telling him about everybody who was going to be playing. Um, yes, they have, a, they have a big interest in local music, and they're very supportive, always open for interviews on the radio. You know, that, that was my off-the-record remarks to him when we were outside. It's like, man, he, he was literally doing everything he could possibly do. Facebook Live, there was so many cameras set up. Uh, he was doing everything that he could possibly do, and I've never seen that in many of the scenes I've been involved in. And I was like, this is a guy doing everything he can possibly do to make this scene work and to make you want to be infectious right. and, and just come out to it. I, I love his energy, and I love his heart. That, that's him, man. He is, he's Mr. Energetic. He also coaches soccer at the, at the school at the end of Rota, where my wife teaches. He's... He's very passionate. He's a very passionate guy. Hey, I, he seems to be like uh, I, you know, when I first came in, I got there at like five forty-five. Event kicked off at six, mm-hmm. and I'm just sitting at the bar, just talking to a patron, and you and I have a short conversation, and then he walks up and he's got his phone, and we're doing a Facebook live, and he's like, "Tell us a little bit about your music. What do you got going on?" And I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" It's like. I did not know that this was going to take place. I was like, I've never been to an event like this to where, like, we had media, like, covering every little bit of what we did. It's hard to be a, it's hard to be a reserved songwriter at this event, right? You got you to gotta be out there and talking about yourself and yeah. your music and, That's and, exactly and, it. and be very vocal, speaking to other people. What did you have to do with that? Or did you, I mean, like, what did that look like when all this boiled up? When you started, I guess, I mean, it's your PA stuff. You you started hosting a songwriter night at Natchez Bruin. Like, I just, why? I just knew it was the, the perfect place, man. It's a, I've, I've played several gigs there. I had I had tried a, a songwriter event at another place where you had to, raise so much money to play and then you sold tickets and it was just hard and complicated so I just tried this one and it just it works so beautifully man it's in the perfect spot they've got great beer they've got great pizza they're they're willing to they're and they're willing and patient to let people come in mm-hmm. and take over their place for the night it also helps get business for them I mean it's a, it's, a, it's the perfect combination of things yeah i mean let's talk a little bit more about the scene and so like you got smoots um there's a lot going on in natchez musically uh if you could give everybody like a a better idea of what natchez is offering what does it look like so smoots grocery is actually now owned by the tate taylor who is a movie producer He, he produced the help and several other movies um lots of places to play i mean like this like this weekend i'm playing at the natchez manor it's a 
it's a hotel. They have a rooftop bar playing up on the rooftop bar. Um, there's also the, the kitchen. They they make gourmet food and uh, they have, a lot of times they have piano music, but I'm playing solo there. Guitar. There's biscuits and blues. They uh, host music on Friday and Saturday. There is. Uh, I gotta get all my places straight here. Across the river, there's BB's Fish Fry. They host music every weekend. Just lots of, lots and lots of places to play, man. Just. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot one. The place I've been playing the most recently is Locust Alley. It's over on Main Street. It's in an antique building. They have music upstairs, music downstairs, Friday and Saturday, sometimes on Thursday. Just so many places, man. People from out of town are starting to come here and play and... Yeah, I mean, just talk about geography is like where Natchez sit is like it's a pretty good spot considering you're not that far from New Orleans, you're not that far from Mobile. It's a really good place to pop in and just show up and show out. We actually had two people from Mobile come play. There you, you go. You threw out Mobile, and one of them has been here several times. Of uh, a partridge by any chance? No, A Partridge has not been here. I would love to have him though. That'd be that would be fantastic. Oh, man. I love that guy. Yeah, that guy's a great friend of mine. It'd be awesome to have Abe and Gabe in the same show, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be something. We should work toward that. Yeah, I know. Let's let's uh let's talk to him. Yeah. If you're listening out there, Abe. Uh, yeah, if you're out there in the ether, <laughs> follow back. Drawing your fantastic art that you do uh, yeah I mean by the way like with the uh, with the record that I'm gonna do with Porch Talk is the album art he did it really oh man that's exciting and uh, 4th of July weekend is coming up I'm going down there and I'm going down there to personally pick up the album art for the record and uh, that's very exciting what we're talking about with music everything that we talked about so far is like being organic and non-commercial, right? Correct. And so, like, with what I want to do with records, it's like I'm literally losing my ass. Like, let's say I press 300, I sell 300, I still don't win. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do to keep the, keep the good thing going, right? I mean, that, but that's what it is. It's like, I just want to prove to everyone that like we are, we're legitimate. We're, we are, <laughs> this is what we're about. And then I plan to like, right after that's over, to turn around and do it again. Yeah. That these were all male artists. These are all female. And then after that's done, is I've got four singer-songwriters slash bands I'm working with. And they are so far out on the spectrum. It's like you could never, like, say Alan Aldridge's or Port Salt label is this. It's like you can you could literally never say what it was. You know what I mean? It's, it's just so far out. 
awesome. I love having a good combination, not being able to defi- be defined by one thing. Right. I like to. That's how I like to write songs. Different. I mean, that was a big part of like the the set I played tonight, man. And thank you so much for inviting me down to play. Thank you very much for coming down to play. I ask you this. You work a full-time job. You play music. You care so much for the local scene. What do you want out of all of this? It's a hard question, Alan. Yeah, I know it's a loaded gun. Really, I mean, I, I really, I think I've already gotten a lot of what I wanted out of this is like we were talking about earlier, my friend said, when I first started playing, they said, they told me, they, they said, you will never be able to play your live, your original music at a live gig. People don't want to hear that. Uh. If you don't, if you don't play Mustang Sally at a gig, they don't want to hear that. They don't care. This is, this is what our music scene consists of. Like I do everything else in life against people's work, I went out and tried it anyway. And guess what? It worked. It worked. It's still happening. Our music scene has, not saying that I'm the one who increased it, but lots of awesome people around here have worked hard to make this acoustic music scene great. Everything that was ran was yours. And yes, sir. I mean, what does that say to how much you're willing to give to this? You know what I mean? It's got to happen. Somebody, somebody has to do it. It has, there has to be a spot for young artists who are writing their own music, own music to have a platform to put themselves in front of people. Otherwise, how does music, how does good music keep getting made? I do. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, how does good music keep being made? Yeah. I mean, we're we're in Mississippi. Yes. And many would argue I would be in that flock that without Mississippi, without what Mississippi has done with the blues, you would not have any concept of country, rock and roll, punk rock, or any genre that you literally enjoy today. It was all exported from Mississippi. And for something like this to be happening in Mississippi, in Natchez, is, it's just so special to me. Yes, indeed. I agree with you, man. I, but yeah, as far as the blues goes, man, I really agree with you on that. Music would not be music without the blues. And when I first started playing, I said, I, I never listened to the blues. I was like, I, I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not a big blues guy. I don't play the blues. Yeah. But the, the more music I wrote, the more people says, man, I really love your music. It's, it's the blues. It's, it's country, it's blues, it's rock and roll. I don't know if we can ever get away from that. That's not, I mean, when I introduce people to my music, it's like, it's bluesy Americana. But the question is, though, why would we want to get away from that? That's a hell of a question. People, no one wants to hear happy songs, right? No one writes songs when they're happy. That's correct. 
Music is Let's made go from down this rabbit hole. Music is made from an extreme from an extreme emotion, right? We were you were just talking about your latest project on uh putting all these songs together. I've uh, I've been working on something new myself. Mm. Been going to the local studio recording something new. I've had a hard time deciding what to call the album though. I think I'm gonna go with country soul and rock and roll <laughs> I like that <laughs> that's my that's my uh, description of what my music is I guess what did you do for the album art did you get your daughter or son to draw it out I haven't I haven't completed it yet I, I do have something on the back burner that I got a guy to put together it's a it has several items from songs that I've written like a a sign that says Curly Jones Bridge and yeah some kudzu you know different things that signify other songs that I've written but I was thinking about possibly getting someone to hand draw something but it's, it's in the, it's up in the air right now yeah I've gotten seven songs recorded on my part everything that I, I'm I want to have my hands on is like a partridge is on the record mm-hmm and he's also doing the album art and it's folk art and and like I'm so into that yeah, I is love. like folk art or folk music. I have so much respect for that. Get that art out. Yeah, I love his I love his style of art with the with the tongue sticking out and the random clocks and flowers and devil horns and that's right. <laughs> it's that's just, Abe. It's so beautifully put together. It is. You know, like Abe's. Do you know Abe's backstory? I do not know. So, like, uh, when he left high school, he went to be a pastor for a time, preacher. And that didn't work out real. He was trying to provide for his family. So he joined the Air Force. So he went off sea. Then he saw things real time. Mm -hmm. He came back. And he has the perspective of someone who is well-traveled, someone who has preached the Word of God, and someone who just grew up in the, the dirty, nasty South. And his art and his music is exactly that. And that's why it's so attractive to people. I believe that. It's like he, he's giving you a visual representation of what Let's just take a simple concept. Rock and roll will never die. And then Abe could paint you a picture of rock and roll will never die. And that picture will, for you and I at least, will resonate that idea perfectly. I 100% agree. You got me uh, thinking about sending country soul and rock and roll to Abe right now. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I mean, Abe Partridge, I mean, you won't, you won't think about like the mobile scene just for a second. Is uh, You have um, Abe Partridge, Eric Erdman. Uh, without COVID, he would probably be on tour in Europe right now. He is a songwriter, songwriter. Then you have the Red Clay Strace. And then you want to tie the Red Clay Strays and A Parcher together. 
What was the film that was uh, Stephen King, Jack Nicholson? Oh, The Shining. The Shining. The sequel, Doctor Sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Clay Stray's Automobile actually have like 15 seconds of footage of their song on that film. Wow. And then someone dies, gets killed in a partridge's shirt. Wow. And so there is so much Alabama propaganda in propaganda. I'm just so proud of Alabama and Mississippi. It's like, without Mississippi, is we literally wouldn't have music. You wouldn't have rock and roll. You wouldn't have country. You wouldn't have punk rock. You wouldn't have all these genres that you enjoy today because it was so massively influenced. You think about this. Led Zeppelin, British. Rolling Stones, British. They came to... Mississippi to learn about music and we're literally sitting in Natchez mm-hmm. and it's just soaking wet with history they're all influenced by the blues and R&B legends oh Otis Redding and every, every Otis Redding's everyone's influence right yeah sure <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Van Morrison and everyone has said Otis Redding was, was my employer. Well, I mean, what are you going to do with that? So we have, um, we're coming out of the mulligan here. Gabriel, you, you are, in my opinion, leading the charge on the insurgence of live original music in Natchez. Well, thanks, man. That really means a lot. A lot of other people are helping out, though. It's not just me. I can't take credit on. I'm not saying it's just you. Everything. I know. I know. But yeah, I mean, just looking at what we all had going on tonight, there's so many people behind this. Mm-hmm. And we all believe in the same thing. It would be great if just all songwriters lived in one town, wouldn't it? Ain't that the dream? <laughs> Ain't that why they all went to Nashville? Or something like that? Yeah, and then speak. it didn't work? Can't speak on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where can people find what's going on in Natchez? And then, how can they find out about what you're doing? Social media plugs. Well... There are uh, various sites on Facebook. Uh, I have the Natchez Songwriter Night Facebook page that tells you all about what's going on for the Songwriter Night. I have my own, I use my own personal page mostly, Gabriel Bass versus Gabriel Bass Music because Gabriel Bass Music is blocked so much they want you to pay for everything on it. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I usually post most everything I'm doing on personal on, on personal accounts, yeah. Um, there are thing so there are several pages like Make Natchez Great Again, What's Happening in Natchez. Pretty much if you Google the word Natchez you're gonna find a bunch of pages. 
that tell you things that are happening in Natchez. Most of the local businesses share all the gigs and things like that. And what about like outside musicians like myself? Like, I, I, I believe that I was just so lucky to be invited down. What can outside musicians do to be invited in to the scene? You can personally message me on Facebook on my account and say, hey, I want to come play. I'll give you some contacts. Send me a, send me a clip of you playing. Lots of, uh, I, got, I know lots of people around here. Um, we can get you in somewhere, get you, get you connected. If you're a songwriter, please contact me. Get in on the songwriter night. Love having new faces from new places. And my God, like tonight, I was so over, I was so overwhelmed. He's from Shreveport. He's from Nashville. I mean, my God, I didn't, I didn't understand like. How hard you were working on this event? It's uh, it takes a little bit of time, man. But when you once that event is in place and you're involved in it, it's just, it's just that natural high, man. It's something you can't get mm -hmm. from anywhere else. I, I love my job. I love what I do for for real life. But nothing replaces music. There you go. Well, family, you know. Family comes first. Nothing, nothing replaces music except for family. Hey, hi, Gabriel. Anything else to add or subtract before we walk out? So, um, this is a new song I wrote. It's uh, it's it's gonna be on this new album. It's called "Even the Sky Is Blue," but it's kind of it's kind of a play on words like "purple haze." You know, excuse me while I kiss this guy. <laughs> and so, so it sounds like even. Yeah. Instead of even the sky is blue, it's even this guy is blue, you know. So it's uh, it's a play on words. You you missing you missing someone and uh, it's kind of what it's about. It goes like this. There's an ashtray full of cigarettes where you lay. Just yesterday, but now you're gone. Without the smell of cheap perfume on the pillow, just don't feel like home. And I can't, I can't get over you. Even the sky's blue Perfectly clear, and I can't, I can't get over you. Even. 
Even the sky's blue Baby I love those seventh chords. <laughs> Going from that D from a from a regular D chord to a seventh.
time can erase And the letters you wrote me They were written in shame And I know that your conscience Still echoes my name If ladies were blackbirds If ladies were thrushes I'd lie there for hours In the chilly cold marshes And if women were squirrels With them high bushy tails well, I'd load up my shotgun with rock salt nails. If women were squirrels with them high bushy tails, I'd load up my shotgun with rock salt nails. Let's load up our shotgun with rock salt names. You know that one, Alan? <laughs> that was that was Tyler Childers, man. Rock salt nails. It's just very uh very well written song. I love the fact of comparing women to squirrels with high bushy tails <laughs> what so what do rock salt and nails do that's a, it's just a something for a, for injury and not for not for death that's right that's right what a way to look at it perfect right here peace yeah. later